Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello one and all, this is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frankfurter, and with me today is Mystically Average, Magically Average. We are going to be talking about a few of the season finales that have been going on in summer 2021. God, it's it's weird to think that this is the end of summer 2021. Well, I mean, we're already into fall, right? Fall started September 22nd, I think, officially. I mean, that's five days ago as of recording so i guess officially so i guess so for the eastern hemisphere i don't know about the western hemisphere or the western hemisphere excuse me oh yeah technically speaking then so i guess that would what be spring uh be spring would be spring or winter we are already sidetracked like the episodes just started we're already we're already sidetracked this is not Eh, who cares but um if you guys didn't listen last week we were or we, I say we, I, I was very behind on shows. I am somewhat caught up with a couple shows, a.k.a. My Hero and uh, Slime Season 2 Part 2, which I'll get into later. But, um, I mean, what's what's happened with you? Have you watched, has anything you've been watching ended this year or, or this season? Kobayashi, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S concluded. Oh, that's right. Shit, yeah. I'm like. I'm like a few episodes behind on that too. Like I, that was going to be this next show that I watched and then something popped up on Sunday when I was watching shows. I was like, well, I guess I'm done watching right now. Yeah. I mean, the weird thing about Kobayashi though is like the entire show basically is, is that like they left the ending of this season so open to the point where like you, there's no clear direction on what they're going to do next season. So yeah, well, I mean that was kind of like the same thing with the first one. It's like they left it open ended to where it's like you could you could do more, you could not do more. Yeah, and I know the manga is still coming out. I'm actually, man, I think I've bought like twelve volumes so far. Um, Damn, I know. I've 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 read through the first four or five, and I've got to tell you, like, first off, just like the show, they jam pack a lot into each volume, but I think in just as like the little bit i've read so far i want to say it's like already hit season two and is like into season two material by volume five so this i mean this huh. they've got a lot of material to dig through which is great so at least like another season and a half or so or maybe i guess two seasons they, i mean two they and a half seasons something like that. they probably have two seasons right now and I know there's two to three volumes currently on pre-order that are going to be released, like, one's later this year, and then two are going to be early next year. So they've, they've got a lot coming down, which is great. But that wrapped up. Uh, it was a fun episode. Obviously, they, they hit on a lot of the, like, slice-of-life stuff in terms of everyone getting together for a picnic in a, in a gathering and sort of, like, recapping what happened. And obviously, yeah. the, the biggest thing about it... Um, 
and I hopefully said spoilers at the beginning, but again, if you've gotten this far into spoilers the, ahead, yeah, if you've gotten this far into the podcast this uh, this last few weeks, by the way, and you didn't know that this was end of summer season, uh, first off, shame on you, for shame. Second off, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all ending, but the they ended it with um, Toru basically like having a setting up a picnic and then having a super secret surprise at the end and it was her trying to get uh kobayashi to marry her so she like poofed a wedding dress on kobayashi and she had like all these different streamers like in the trees like burst open and she's like marry me and then the ending was just her running with like all these great expiring explosions in the background because everyone's like no we want kobayashi too and so, like, she was running and screaming, and then she started laughing, and then there's, again, just like how the show's, it's, this show's great in this sense, too, but it's, like, supposed to be, like, super sweet, and then it's just intense fire Dragon Ball explosions, and, like, super Classic. fighting in the background, and you're like, there's just too much going on, but it's so wonderful. So, that was a fun wrap-up. It sounds, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. And then, my, currently, my show of the season so far, um... Which actually, it doesn't end. I believe they're going to take a break, though. I haven't looked at the episodes. Aquatope. Yes, Aquatope on the White Sands. Um, I had, I've been talking about it for every week, basically, of Baka Bites, and I will continue to do so into fall because it is, uh, it's incredible. The weird thing was is that my prediction, and even Lobo's prediction, uh, when we were originally talking about it early on in this season, uh, did not come true. It was very odd. What? Yeah, so the last episode, the last two episodes are like this preparation of the, you know, for what for some people at least, the preparation of the aquarium to close. And then the young director girl who is trying to save it, uh, Kukuru, I believe, because there's Fuka and Kukuru. Fuka is the... Um, the idol she is trying to still salvage it obviously so because it means a lot to her we get more into the background of it and basically it's like her when her parents died they her grandparents took her to the aquarium and it was basically like the time that she was able to kind of forget what had happened early on in her childhood and she could kind of like she was like her her place of to mourn but then also to sort of be a child again and you know forget all of the the stuff that she's gone through. I mean, this show is heavy at times, like out of nowhere, it gets really heavy. Um, so the second to last episode is her barricading herself in the aquarium, basically preventing anyone from coming in to close on it. Cause you know, when you're in high school, your first thought process is, well, if they're going to take the building, if I just prevent them from getting in, they can't take it. Huzzah. I win. But as any yeah. any good anime goes, uh, something has to happen. And, of course, that same night that she barricades herself, there's a typhoon. So she's... Oh, no. Yeah, so, like, then... Um, and she's mad at uh, Fuka, the idol, because she had found out that apparently one of her former idol friends had called her, asked her to come back to Tokyo to be... Uh, the lead again for like a part of their music video and then go on tour with them and stuff. And Kukuru overheard it and was like, screw you. You're going to leave me and abandon me. So we're not friends anymore, but ignore the fact that we were basically soul sisters for this entire season of stuff. I misheard one thing and now I hate you. So you're the worst. <laughs> so, but then, she uh fuka shows up and is like nope i'm gonna help you uh barricade and i'm gonna stay with you in the aquarium tonight and kukuru is like her whatever but we're still not friends and then obviously be rebel rebel rebel. (laughs) pretty much and then when the typhoon hits obviously she's like uh save me help uh lots of stuff happens like power goes out windows start breaking she's realizing the kukuru is realizing like oh my gosh this is much more than i can handle and then it has this strange moment of looking around the aquarium and being like i never noticed this but this place is old as shit and it's falling apart like even before the typhoon and everyone was kind of like yeah that's what we've been trying to tell you but you know that's okay so that episode wraps Whatever, up man 
And it was kind of weird, though, when the episode wraps up, you're kind of, you had this feeling of like, so they're not going to save this place, are they? And sure enough, the final episode of this season, this, I guess, sorry, not this season, this half of this season, because it does, it's 24 episodes, is basically them saying goodbye. And it gets deeper into Kukuru's past, too. Um, early on, I had mentioned in an episode when they, they were had the vet tech who was pregnant at the aquarium, mm-hmm. and then um, Kukuru found her mother's two brochures after like you know when when you're expecting the hospital gives out brochures of like how to prepare to be a mother and her mother had two of them one had her name on it and the other one was blank she found out from her grandmother in this last episode that she had a twin who died in the womb um right so like i mean that alone was a lot and then sort of like out of the blue kukuru was like you know what it's weird that you say that there's been this girl I keep seeing in those out of body aquarium experiences. Right. Uh, and she's like, I could never figure out who it was, but it, she looked familiar. And she's like, it was, it's been my sister. Like she's been a part of this aquarium from the start. Cause she said like, when I lost my parents, I, that was the first person I saw it wasn't my parents. It was her. Yeah. And so you get that whole, you know, bombshell too. And you're like, man, oh man, the, the trauma that take like, place. Oof. I know. But a good thing they have the aquarium to help them. Or so you think. So then the episode continues and it's finally it hits her like, I'm not going to be able to salvage it. They have a one last free entry for anyone who wants to come to the aquarium and say their goodbyes. And it finally hits her. She's like, this place is closing. This is, this is it. This is my place that I went to for respite in my hard times. And now it's gone. And then she's like, I'm also losing what I thought was my big sister to have her go back home. Cause she had made the deal with her mom too early on when her mom tracked her down in Okinawa that like when the summer was over, she had to go back to the school summer's over. So, but she's like, you know, I'm going to Tokyo to do the music video. She's halfway in the airport. Fuka is. And she's like, you know what? I can't fucking do this. Cause when, it was a great line she said before like she was about to get on the plane she had this realization of like man if i was kukuru what what would i be doing right now i'm all alone i just lost the aquarium my best friend's leaving i'd be crying because i'm all alone it's the only time you can cry is when you're alone and so she like freaks out and she's like no i gotta go back to her so she runs out of the airport which this is my one pet peeve about this episode is that like she's basically like at the gate about to hand her a ticket and she's like i have to leave and the attendants are like oh okay not a problem if if you sure. were in like america they'd be like where the hell are you going no you're on this plane you're like no i gotta go they're like uh-uh no you're not these doors are closing they're like yeah but i got it they're like no yeah and then like she's like she's going up to all these security people and they're like oh yeah no it's okay it's this way meanwhile our security people are like there's a person running tackle them um <laughs> <laughs> So she goes out and obviously Cooker is crying and she comforts her and consoles her. And she's like, you know what? You, I came here to help you with your dream. It didn't come through. And you're trying to help me with my dream by just supporting me. But you know what? Let's like, you know, we can create a new dream for each other. Like let's, let's, let's do something together. So she's like, you know, I'll take the next plane home tomorrow to go actually back home, home. You know, this idle thing is not meant for me. I thought it was. You know, originally when I got the second chance, I thought I could make amends, but it's not. So let's let's try to find something new, and that's where we end it. Yeah. So we end it with mm. the two girls sort of doing their separate ways. Uh, Fuka's going home. Kukuru's going back to her grandparents to start the next chapter of her life, and we've ended part one. And so it's like, well, where's the aquarium? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist it was all a figment of your imagination the entire time that would be way too mind trippy that would be too much even yeah. for me but yeah I mean it's it has been a surprising show from start to finish I'm like super excited about it and again like I have no clue where the second part is going to go I mean the projections that Lobo and I had at the beginning were like they save the aquarium and then they figure out Kukuru's past with her parents and her, I guess now we know um, her de- deceased twin sister. But 
we like wrapped up everything in this first part of like, nope, aquarium's dead as shit. And your sister, yeah, you I mean you had one, you just never knew her because she died in the womb. Uh, she's she her soul is trapped at that aquarium. So if I if I had a prediction for that show after everything you've told me is like they'll come back with season or season well it's only one season it's twenty four episodes so yeah you are getting a second part to it uh, immediately so. I think we're like from just an outsider's perspective looking in and just having watched the amount of anime we've both have watched. I predict that they go in the future maybe a a couple years to something as drastic as much as like 10, not 10, I'd say five. I'd say as many as five years in which there's a chance, a chance encounter where they, they run into each other like, hey, wouldn't it be weird if we did the aquarium thing again? Ha 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 ha! Let's do it. Okay. Oh yeah. No, that that's my first thought is that there's gonna be some sort of time leap to get to a point in which like Kukuru has graduated high school and is either doing something in like marine biology or something related to research on like open waters or whatnot. And then the weird thing is that you just don't know what Fuka's gonna do because she's going back to high school since she didn't finish it after going and becoming an idol and so like her path is more unknown than kukuru's so it's like yeah i wonder how she's gonna get involved once they finally do yeah you know the cliche like are you am i hey it's like spider-man pointing at himself just like huh 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 yeah but (laughs) can you tell me your name i honestly think insert insert the rad whips here (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think I I think you're spot on though with the whole like let's start an aquarium, but I think they'll do one step farther, and they'll try to merge both their dreams and have it be like something where they do like a Sea World type show, so like Fuka gets to sing and dance, and Kukuru gets to like explain the sea creatures that are performing and whatnot. That's my guess. I think they're gonna do something along. Can you those imagine lines. just like a killer whale, just like like Kukuru's just like you know on the nose of a killer whale and just like comes out of the water and just starts singing like ah, just well, like be... what the fuck is going on here? i wouldn't put it past them to do that i mean with the... but like she's got like an airtight helmet on or whatever so she could sing underwater and then like all of a sudden like when the bass drops or something like she just pops out of the water and I, just, like, I was flies i was hoping she'd be in like one of those old-timey diving suits with like the full it looks like a full body suit oh, and they have yeah, like the yeah. whole like tank line going up to the, the surface for air that's what she gets to sing in. Yeah, kind of like uh, the villain from Scooby-Doo that one time. Or the villain from the first Spongebob movie. That too. Wait, what? I thought that was just uh, Plankton. Sorry, when they were up on above ground out of water. They were at the shop. That wasn't that wasn't just David Hasselhoff? No, David Hasselhoff is the good guy. They wrote on David, ha- David Hasselhoff's no, always... chest. David Hasselhoff is always the bad guy. Also, they wrote on his back. Mm, I feel like they wrote... Oh, he was laying on his back. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a speed boat. Yep. Anywho, we're, this, is, this is besides the point. But um, yeah, that's where I think that your, your show is going, which, good or bad, we'll, we'll find out not too long from now. Like, honestly, like it probably will do like a week or two week break and then come right back to it. Yeah. Kind of like uh, how they, I mean, I guess shows normally do that whenever they're transitioning from one season to the next. Like that happened with My Hero Academia. That happened with uh, Tokyo Revengers. Didn't happen with Slime. Slime took a whole season off. It's like, we'll wait for part two. We'll just just temper your temper your patience and uh, we'll be back. And was it worth the but wait? It did. Oh, it was great. It's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, like just... I know that there are some of you who are really looking forward to this, so I will keep this super brief. Like, this episode's probably going to be super brief just for the fact that I haven't caught up on Water Polo or Kobayashi or The Great Jahi or anything else that I am watching. Like, literally, like, half the time you were talking just now, like, I was listening, but I was also going through, like, my uh, my Mal. And I was like, oh, shit, I was supposed to watch this. I was supposed to watch (laughs) this. Okay, I'm here on this, here on this. Like... We, I haven't, I watched the one episode of the Black Company, like the mining show that looked like that, like that flopped, did not turn out well. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that flopped. Um, I watched two episodes of Urumichi Sensei. 
or senpai or whatever it is uh like i've watched like a handful of like one episodes here and there of shows like i watched three episodes of sunny boy and i feel like that one i should have held me and i it just didn't yeah like i i'd need i need to go back to that one especially because i feel like that one is like the unique one of the season that people kind of talk about uh, but like i still just like i haven't heard anybody talk about it since week five or six yeah like i said it's been i mean i said it last week too like this season's been sort of the season of like just good like nothing like nothing is standing out too much like aquatope really is the one that stood out to me the most and and i I don't go on forums or reddit or a lot but to look at this stuff but i mean in terms of like what i've seen online and what i've heard basically like crickets if for aquatope so i mean i've I think everyone everyone just sort of has their one show or like two shows this season that they're like super high on, but everything else is just kind of like yeah I'm watching it and I like it like for me like uh, Ordemichio Nissan I actually I did finish that one too um, it's just another one of those sh- was it just the same jokes over and over and over again no I mean it gets it gets really really funny <laughs> like they they do a good job of keeping the humor uh, pretty diverse throughout. It's not all just like super okay. dark and everything. And they actually get some of the other characters involved too. So it's not just Udomichi. It's also like the side characters, the people in the costumes, some of the other workers at the studio. So, you know, it's good. It's really funny. Nice. But the last episode throws you for a loop because it's like this whole thing of like Udomichi saying he's going to quit. And hmm. like it's it's two of the characters that went to college with him that are now the mascots basically reflecting on their time with him in college and how they met him and you know, their journey to this point and like basically being like, well, if he leaves, where the hell am I going to go? Cause he's basically been this person that's guided us since that point. And the episode just ends and you're yeah. like, wow, this is a really weird sort of one eighty of like humor, humor, humor. And then like very, plot. yeah. Like, well, I mean, yeah, plot, but at the same time, it's just like, it's a lot like deeper like there's a lot of like a lot of emotions that you just didn't get throughout the season that you're just like, oh god, I'm feeling stuff now and I don't like it. Yeah. But no, I just yeah, like like the, I, it's weird. The season's been weird. Yeah, like I was also supposed to watch. I think the reason why I didn't watch Remake Your Life is because that first episode was 46 minutes. It's one of those things. It's just like I'll watch it another time. I'm not gonna watch it now. We're not gonna d- jump into this now. Wasn't the the oh, what's that stupid show that I watched two there episodes? Were two, there were two shows. The detective two is shows already dead. Forty. Yeah, that one. I watched that one. I was like, that one at least caught me, but it's just like I didn't watch episodes. Ugh. I just it. Yeah, I it, caught something like, from it, and it was barf. Oh god, that was bad. But, that um, show was bad. I didn't mind the first episode, but it didn't like catch me to enough to where it's like, yeah, I want to continue this week by week by uh, week. It's just like, okay, maybe if I get de- not desperate enough, maybe if I get <laughs> bored enough, or like I have time at work and they dub this, I'll watch the. Oh dub. yeah, you got to be really bored. I'll see how it goes. Because spoiler alert One for thing- all of you people who want to know that the detective is dead, except the person that the her assistant hung out with, he befriends this girl who's searching for someone and she had a heart transplant and guess who was the donor the detective so yeah the detective is dead but she's technically alive because her heart is in this girl Eget. N- not Eget. it's e- but-, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i i found myself only really finishing slime season two part two and in, in my hero academia which slime season two part two is fucking for a sequel great fucking outdid season one by far absolutely the i will say that there is part one is pretty action oriented and a lot of domino building and then part two the beginning of part two is a ton of domino building and just like not really plot progress or progression so it's it's it is very dense in information and just like plotting and I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to counter them this way, this way. And then just like plan into action. Here we go. Did this actually happen? Yeah, sure. It did. Okay, perfect. And then like things, you know, some things go right, some things go wrong and they kind of improvise and, and yeah, but I mean, season two, it ends, uh, the, basically the guy like Clayman and slime. Um, I'm actually Rimuru. Um, 
it kind of come to a climax like clayman like kind of gets cornered and he's like does ultimate form like dragon ball z he's in like super saiyan 3 mode but you know rimuru is like super saiyan god mode or whatever the heck it is so uh like it's gonna be a one-on-one battle the rimuru i think that's how you pronounce his name and i'm sorry i'm just gonna call him slime just so i don't fuck it up anymore uh, Slime just like puts up the barrier that they were in before so they could just have their one-on-one battle. He's like, yeah, I know you're going to try and run and you're going to try and do this. I'm not going to let you do that. You're just going to straight up die. And like the moment before your soul dies because you're going to try and split your soul from your body, it's going to seem like an eternity. But in actuality, it's only going to be about a second or so. And like, you know, the guy kind of pleads for his life and he's like, okay, bye. And just like sucks him up and is just like dead. And that's it. And it's great. And then they have like the meeting of just like, okay, well, now there's there's officially 10 of us again, because there were 10 demon lords to begin with. And then two of the demon lords were like, yeah, so I got beat by you. And there was no way I was going to beat the ultimate floor or, uh, form of clay man. So like, we're just going to denounce being demon lords and become this one demon lord subjects or like, you know, underlings, assistants, whatever you want to call them. Because... They beat us. We love her. We want to, like, be with them, and uh, we're going to call it a day. So then you're like, cool. There's eight of us now. And they're like, we need a, we need a new name. Because they had a name. I forget what the name was. And they're like, yeah, it took us a while. Like, it took us multiple of these sessions to actually get a name down because nobody could agree upon one. And then everybody in Slime's camp is like, well, Slime's very really good about naming shit. Like, just leave it to him. He'll do it. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is something I don't want to do. This is something I don't want to do. Don't leave this to me. And, like, the main guy who's hosting is just, like, splits the, like, after he says that, splits the table in half, walks up to the slime. He's like, listen, buddy, you're the reason why we are eight, not ten. You did this. People have elected you. You're going to do this. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And so, like, (laughs) it takes him, like, two minutes. He's, like, thinking, and he's like, what's eight? Eight points. Eight points in a star. This star is this. It's an octagon. We're going to be the octogram of the octogram of demon lords or some shit like that. And it's just like, everybody's like, yep, we're on board with this. It's like, cool, that was quick. Like, what the hell? And, yeah, so basically the season ends with, like, him being recognized as a demon lord, them having a new name, and then him returning home. And everybody's like, we're back, yay party and it's like and yeah and it's like to be continued this will continue and nice there we have it yeah it was it was a good season like the the action was the actions were really good and the plot building was good like the character development was good but yeah oh and then it kind of ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger in which i believe one of the demon lords goes back home and one of clayman's underlings like is told that clayman's dead and the guy kind of goes like ham slash berserk slash pissed off and kills the demon lord like takes his soul out of his body and just like has it like a heart in his hand and just squeezes it over his head and just blood just everywhere all over him and the guy starts laughing and then starts to cry because clayman and his like leader slash friend is dead it's like why didn't you just le- like listen to us just stay under the, like the radar do this do that but no you had to do this and now you're dead and now we're sad yeah it was interesting how'd you forget that so part leave it off of that uh, <laughs> Because it's near the end. It's it's just one of those things that it's like before they return home and they see the, like this happy friend, like happy scene of just like, we're home, yay. It was just like, that was that. It was just like a small kind of scene. Uh, by small kind of scene, I mean, it was probably like five minutes. So yeah, four minutes, I mean, three minutes, three minutes, something uh, like that. In my mind, it'd be kind of hard to forget about a dude ripping a guy's soul out and then going full bloodbath and then that's that's true it's also Laugh, been a cry. very very long day yeah it's been a very long day that's fair but uh um, i was gonna say too it, yeah, it's no. it's kind of surprising that season two in your mind was is better than season one because I, I find almost for like everything in terms of like art if it's like music or shows or movies i always feel like the second one is never as good as the first i don't know if it's because people have high expectations or if there are exceptions to the rules but oh yeah i mean there always there always are it's just because like i think about ones that clearly stick out in my mind which is um like don machi second season it's just that second season was horrible it's just such a letdown um yeah so i mean it's it's good because i know 
I know I haven't watched it myself, but I, I know Slime had a lot of hype after the first season, and people were excited for the second. So glad it. Uh, yeah, because I thought it kept up. Like I thought the first season was just like another like power trip fantasy of just like okay, this is a power trip of Isekai. Like this is okay. Yeah. And then like it it wasn't. It got better. Like it's like okay, now we're playing on level playing field as other people in this world cool or like they've introduced characters that are like of power level similar or above it's like cool we've got some interesting characters ahead of us let's see let's see how this progresses etc so it was good but um interested to see where they go from there because it seems like everybody's kind of like pretty okay with each other they're not like nobody's in conflict like the only person that's in conflict is like who was giving clayman uh his orders and who is like um like who is giving the orders and what is behind like the the church or like i don't there's like a i think they call it the western church or some sort of church but basically like this evil church that tried to kill slime earlier in season two like season two part one which that fight scene is fucking fantastic so it was it was good. I I really 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 enjoyed season two. Interested to see where they go with season three. What inch uh, what characters they introduce and where they go with the plot. So yeah, yeah. But speaking of, thank God this other. I was gonna say thank God this other show's over because goddamn they just. Here's oh the thing. My. We're we're gonna we're just gonna hop straight into it and and here's here's. It's over. It's yeah. Over. It's over. Yep. It's fine. Yep. The season is over. We capped it off. It was not a great season. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't it wasn't by all means it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't didn't live up to the standard that it was, but that's because it was all a majority of it was domino building and a little bit of like fleshing out with backstory. Yeah. Fine. That's okay. Here's my here's my one big beef. They ended it the same way they ended season five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's throw a party. Yep. Everything's awesome. It's like what? I like the, I it's, I'm just honestly <laughs> at a loss of words because for multiple reasons it just it's leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. Like the ending scene with the party is like that aside cuz uh, I said it at the beginning of part 1. Um class B is officially dead to me. Class 1B. Because uh, there's a line when they're having their party. They're like, hey, everyone, let's get the food ready. Uh, cl- people from Class B are coming over, right? And they're like, yeah. Never saw one of those fuckers in that party. I'm mad. Just nope. for that reason. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> but that aside, like, just, I, I, I want to know the reasoning behind why the season was structured this way. And I know I'm going to get people from all different sides saying different things. I'm going to get the people that are reading the manga, which includes you. I, I know we are of the same mindset though. So I know it's, it's mostly um, those who are following it pretty like up to date, like with the release of the volumes. But like, I understand that you're reading it and that the manga follows a particular plot line and the progression of the story. I get that. But in terms of creating it, from taking it from a, a written comic book form to a cinematic show, you don't have to follow it bit by bit. And I'll use an example from this season, which is Kobayashi, because I'm I'm reading it and I'm watching it. Book two, volume or no, sorry, volume three had Ilulu, is it, I believe that's how you pronounce her, the dragon that comes out, the chaos dragon that comes out and fights Toru at the like the beginning of this season. Yeah. Right? It was volume three. In that same volume, they had scenes and like whole chunks and chapters of plots that took place in season one. So like mm. you can make it work. You can fill it. Granted, Kobayashi is different in the sense that it's a slice of life and you can really just each chapter is sort of its own standalone like story and plot. I get that. Totally understand. But there is a through like story too. Like that is sort of underlying across the entire series that is totally different from my hero my hero is very much completely storyline driven there's no like real focus on side plots just some here and there but in terms of the progression of the show and the manga i assume as i myself haven't read the manga it's 
it's heavily story driven and you can see that just but with this season where's the necessity to have all of that filler and fluff in so i'm wondering here's here's where i'm wondering because i am catching up very slowly i think i just finished volume 10 so we are just finishing up season two with volume 10 okay i believe um or wherever the uh league of villains like uh, no sorry yeah we are we are just right before the fight of all might and or one for all and all for one so all Might oh and one for all. no that's like is that season three is that season three? I believe or two? so. I think I it's... thought that was I thought that was two because I thought the summer camp was or like the summer camp where the League of Villains attacked. I thought that was two. I could be mistaken. I thought I could be the camp was season right two because I think season one is just the fight with the Nomu at the facility, right? That's like the major kind of uh, ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they go, the because I thought the does the no you, wait. I think it's okay, I think it's the the no move the first no move fight in Did the sports festival come before or after the no move? I don't know cuz I'm also remembering where the hell is Stain No because come it, in. it happened it happened the Novu no move fight was Stain season 2 then? I don't... Am I just I'm just we haven't watched season <laughs> 1 and 2 apparently in 3 in so long that we just completely brain farted it out like brains we're going to get exploded we're going to get just everywhere. Yeah, we're going to get the I'm people that are sorry. like, we're how just, can you forget with seasons, bitch? Yeah. yeah, just tear us through the mud. Just please. We we deserve it. Um, after all the shit we've talked about something we love so much. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, I'm generally curious because I am like reading. I just finished volume 10 and from, you know, what I remember about the show. And even though I just read through season, fucking volume 10, I don't even remember what season belongs to what and what ends where, etc. <laughs> It's been one for one with the show. Like there hasn't been anything that deviated differently. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, if when I ever, whenever I do catch up to where season five is, I'm really curious as to if this is all the same or if it is handled differently in the source material. But like, if it's handled the same in the source material, I'm wondering if it transitions better and it's just something that didn't transition well on screen, or if this truly was just something that like had to happen they didn't know where to put it so they put it here yeah because uh, and if that's the case that's the case that's just what it is i mean I, we, honestly from this season i think we can only go up oh yeah for sure it just because it, in my mind it, it's over right like it's like you said at the beginning like it's it's over it's done with cool we can move on past it it's just I, i'm trying to think through the reasoning and the thought process behind some of the the directions that they took this season and like you said too, if if they're following the source material up until the volume that you're at with the show, that is should be a strong enough sign to to say okay, in all likelihood that's the case with this season. Granted, they could splice in things here and there. Like maybe the the tournament in part 1 had chunks and bits of like some of the other plot lines with the Meta Liberation Army spruced in. Who knows? Like you know, if that or like give us give us like an episode of like the tournament arc once this like this battle is over, do some of the League of Villains and their backstory and all that, and then go back to the tournament and it's like here's the League of Villains again, and then like give us everything after that, like the whole um, Endeavor family matters, yeah, and um and kind of like hey the metal liberation army is, is formed now and here's our plot and you've got 10 days and all that or 10 days uh 3 months sorry i don't know why the fuck i thought 10 days this isn't even the ring that i was going to say it's, i thought you were like, like 7 days i was like are you watching the ring did, did we have to like no. share vhs with each other now or something ooh that would be fun just send you a vhs yeah. i don't think i have any vhs's anymore i used to anyways that's a tangent uh, for another time but <laughs> i like yeah, no, I'm I'm curious to see if like the the source material is one for one because it has been so far, and if it is like that's fine. This is probably just something that was much needed. I'm just wondering how how many volumes, how many chapters, etc. This season was in the source material because if it wasn't that many, they probably had to just expand it out just somehow. And if that's the case, I completely understand. It just it had pacing issues. It's fine. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever watched. It wasn't the best thing I ever watched. We're very critical about it because we love it. Yeah. 
that's that's the only way I could say, like, or only thing I could say as to why we're being so kind of harsh. But like, it is something that we still do truly love. Like, I'm super pumped for season six. Like, I I basically watched the last episode of this season, saw online that they had already confirmed season six, and the the trailer is basically just Deku and and uh, Shigaraki, like the scenes that have already happened between them like spliced in mm. for like I didn't 30 know they, seconds. I didn't even know that they had a trailer. It, it's a it's a Japanese trailer. It's basically just them saying like, get ready. It's just basically all of season six is just going to be fighting. So I'm like, sweet. I'm, okay. I'm pumped. I'm jazzed about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just as a viewer of the show, it's kind of painful to watch this last season and and force yourself to care about it. Because that was kind of like that was kind of the problem I was having is that I had to continuously force myself to be like there is purpose behind it. There's a reason why I'm having to watch it, not just beyond the fact that I like it, but because I want to see the story progress. But I had to keep convincing myself of that because every single time I would start the new episode, I'm like, "Fuck! I already know what's gonna happen. Like this is it's all just mm-hmm. laid out. Like there's there's no mystery behind it. There's no." like shocking revealing pieces there's some here and there i will disagree with that last point i will disagree with the shocking revealing pieces like to see how they actually came about like the fact that it was like that he literally was about to kill um god what's redestro wow i just yeah thank you wow i had the biggest the only reason i remember it because it's so stupid uh okay anywho uh <laughs> but like the fact that he was about to kill redestro and redestro is like all right well it's chop my legs or chop my feet off or else or like like with him seeing that conviction and just like oh my god this guy is free i'm gonna follow this guy like to see that and that's the reason why they're all happy not happy go lucky but like why they are all on one team now it's like okay that part was interesting seeing that the man has no feet anymore that's pretty interesting and then like hey we have a lot of resources this is how we're going to cover it up. It's like, okay, cool. That was good. I I enjoyed that I I enjoyed that thoroughly. That part was good. But the rest of it in just had bad not even bad, but it just had some pacing issues that I didn't agree with and again, it all comes down to like this in all actuality, the season was just build up. Yeah. I- and that's all it was ever going to be. And I'll just make a quick, like, clarifying point, too, because I guess, like, I I did enjoy the last, like, three-ish episodes in terms of, like, watching the battle between the League of Villain and the Metal Liberation Army. The the mystery, and, and when I refer to, like, something that's sort of shocking is in terms of, like, not really seeing it from the start, right? Like, you just, it's it's sort of, like, catches you off guard, yeah. but it but it makes but it makes sense, right? In this situation, yeah. like they they kind of showed their cards, but you didn't We know the outcome, but we don't know how we got yeah. it. Yeah, so like it's still interesting. Like watching the scene with uh Shigaraki and Redestro and the fact that he can basically like in one blow, mind you, it almost like debil- de- debilitated him, but could basically send out a shockwave across everything that he was touching to disintegrate things. Like you're like, holy shit. But it's not like it wasn't anything like, wow, that sort of caught me off guard because all the other League of Villains characters, aside from Spinner, because I feel so bad for him, <laughs> he gets shafted Spinner, all the time. It was Spinner and who was the who was the magician? They really didn't do all too much in yeah. these fights and like they get called out on it too. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we ran away just as well as you did. So But like but like Toga and Twice, like they, they were unlocking their meta abilities, right? So you're like, okay, you're seeing the growth. You see the one quick scene where Shigaraki's like, Jesus, I'm tired and like basically swipes a bunch of the the metal liberation army people and they all just disintegrate and you're like what but how did he do that and you're like oh he's probably like hitting that point too yeah level up so like in terms of like him seeing the power being used you're like oh that like that's pretty sweet but knowing that he was probably gonna do something of that level it wasn't like whoa shocking the one shocking thing honestly for me was that the giant uh all for one bodyguard was not the one that destroyed the city technically i mean it ran through the city 
But he like he's yeah, he did some damage. Yeah, but he like he sat there and watched Shigaraki use his power, and he was like crying, like, "Yep, this is the successor. He is gonna kill so many people. I'm so proud." Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was the whole point of his character. He was like, "Hey, you're not worthy of being a successor. Like, you can't cause the ultimate damage, or you can't do this or that. Yeah. Like, you're just a weakling. Like, there's no way." And like him seeing the absolute amount of just chaos this guy just caused and wreaked on this town let alone this one dude who's the size of him is just like cool okay you're now worthy you done darn did it kid you you unlock something you became powerful i recognize you now as the successor you are now like that was a good way to tie it up i feel like yeah no i agree like it was just more like knowing that they were going to use him as a part of their scheme and, I, and and having those predictions of like oh he's just gonna like just stop people and then the turn of events of like oh no Shigaraki's basically just gonna go Super Saiyan like earth shaking god mode and impress the living shit out of this giant yeah like monster mountain monster thing like that was the that was the part I would count I chuckled I was like huh that's that's kind of nice but yeah, yeah I just yeah I, I I would like to have someone who's reading it at least describe what had happened. And if it is one for one with how the manga had progressed, like, again, like, like you had said too, like, I can't be mad more just like it again. I'm just curious as to how much, how many chapters or how many volumes it took up to, to do yeah. that season necessarily, just because like, granted, like they do it one for one, but like the animation, like you have to fill a little bit more time to fill that 24 minutes yeah. or 23 minutes, whichever. But like, it's one of those things of how how far did they stretch this one out or was it really all laid out like this well and the, I, I will say the one thing i kept hearing from people because we have a few friends uh, mutual friends that ha- that are reading it um one being lobo and we have a, a couple others too but the one common thing i kept hearing from them all was that like this bulk piece of the manga is dense like it's very like very dense with yeah. plot and building up of the the new arc and i'm like cool great you don't have to make the the anime as dense and this is where like I, I, and like the final point i'm going to make because I, I think i feel like i can go on and on and on about it um but just to kind of like finally wrap it all up beat it over the head and put it in its grave the one thing as a viewer of the anime I would like to see more of is like take some creative liberties when you're portraying, you're like taking a manga and putting it into, you know, an in, in anime form and, but do it, do it in a, in a very nice fashion. I know that's like very, you're being very specific and nitpicky, but I feel like a lot of the time studios run into an issue of like, wanting to be one for one with the manga because there are a lot of people that had, you know, had read it way ahead of time. They're now seeing it adapted into a film version, you know, on screen. It's like, I want to see it basically scene by scene, panel by panel, one for one copy. And I don't blame them. Like I I would want the same, you know, for me, but I feel like there are times where you can take creative liberties to be like, listen, we know how the manga has it laid out. We we realize how it progresses, and we're gonna we're gonna yep. we're gonna do its justice. We're gonna do that, but we're gonna do it in a different fashion. We're gonna do it in a way that makes it more entertaining on film because it's gonna come off slow or it's gonna come off very like choppy if we if we build it one to one. I don't I don't yeah, see that no, as being I, a problem. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I feel like on the one hand, my hero stuck to its guns. If if this is the case and was like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna do it a one for one copy. We're basically gonna pull it from the manga. We want to make sure that you know we're we're keeping in line with how we've been storytelling so far, and that's basically been how the manga's progressed. On the flip side, it's like, yeah, but you've you've really made sort of a poor season that is just set up to 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 accommodate the manga readers to be like listen we're, we're keeping it intact we pro- we promise you we'd do that we're gonna do this continuing forward but this is what you're gonna get when the show comes out yep. like you know you can't you can't have both so as the viewer i'm like Ugh. but as the reader i bet there's people that are like no it, it stuck it 
you know, stayed true to its form. So I can't blame him for that. But I, again, it's, it's done and over with. We can move on to season six and be ready for basically 12 to 24 episodes of just pure raw battle. Hopefully not too raw. Anywho, no, that was a joke. That was a dumb joke. Bad joke. Anywho. Um, yeah. God knows when we'll actually get season six just for the fact that it's like, it's been announced, but like, I don't know if they've finished the arc. I think there's one arc that's done that they can put in season six, according to Lova when I talked to him this past week. Um, and that would have to be the entirety of season six is just that one arc, which I think is a pretty hefty, chunky arc, which is fine. I just, I don't have any predictions as to when we will get season six, especially since we are getting a movie here shortly, which the movies are a good, like a good break from the actual canon. Cause I believe the movies are non canonical or canonical for the most part, for the most part, like the stories that they tell, but I think the backstories that they like the backstories on All Might that they told in, I think, the second movie, first movie, one of the movies. Mm-hmm. They did, uh, they did like, a, a bunch of backstories on, like, All Might going to the United States and training and then coming back and all that. Like, I think that is good canon towards the series, but, like, the movies themselves, I don't know if they're canon or not. But, like, they're a good break from the main show because it's just a one-off story and... yeah. It's good. I'm I'm excited to see this newest movie. We'll we'll see how it goes. I, I think there's a few movies coming out. We got this one. Jujutsu Kaisen has a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Super pumped about that. I feel like there's an. I feel like there's another one. Um, no. Oh, they announced. They announced that they're. Re- this is a weird one. They announced that they're doing six episodes or eight episodes before season two of Demon Slayer, but that six to yes. eight episodes is going to be Mugen Train. But it's like, uh, or Mugen, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, technically speaking. But like, oh. yeah, but like, they're, I don't know if they're just pulling the movie and just like clipping it up or if it's just going to be like, here's part of the movie, here's part of the animation, like for new animation, here's part of the movie again that you've already seen. Like, why so real do quick, this? Why not just air the movie? Real quick about that. From what I've heard, it's there's going to be one episode for uh, basically the Tanjiro, Inosuke, and Zenetsu, the, the, them entering the train. There's going to be like one episode of them like at the train station, getting on the train, doing like their initial like, I guess, I don't know, like... Banter. Yeah. I, I Apparently, from what I've heard, there's that's going to be like the newest episode. So something that they didn't show. And then the remaining six episodes, because I believe it's seven, are going to be the Mugen Train movie with different music. That's it. Interesting. So it's going to be the, the it's going to be the movie broken up into six parts. Um, from what I've heard, I, I have not confirmed this yet, but from I've I've seen it online that this is how they're going to structure these seven episodes. But again, to, to qualm people's fears that comes out on October 10th, I believe the actual season two with the new arc for demon slayer comes out in December. So we are going to get a new season in December. It's just, I know that people are spreading rumors online about season two is coming out in October. It's going to be winter season, but so, so everyone stay calm winter stay. winter 2022 that's a weird thing to think i know about. that's coming up like, i know we got one more season until winter 2022 um, real quick hang on I, i'm gonna wrap up real quick on the my, my hero stuff i just wanted God to damn i know man. i'm sorry i'm we're sorry going, just when i thought we were out of the woods i apologize i'm sorry um because you were mentioning the movies and and I, I wanted to make a comment too about uh just that i i honestly am the of the mindset that they can take a break like if they need, if they come out and they're like, "Hey, we need a year and a half," I'm thumbs up, good, go for it, take a year and a half. Uh, don't, oh, do absolutely. not rush season six, please. For the love of God, the last thing I want you to do is rush season six. And I think my hero, it, it's it, taken a long break before. No, that yeah, it's, I, it's done. That. I believe it's between done that before, like do that again. Between two do and it. three, I believe season two and season three, there was quite a long break. Um, yeah, do it again. And the beauty about my hero too, is that you have source material for other stuff. Like we've been getting hints at uh, vigilantes getting an anime. I know that's been confirmed. I can only, I can only hope and wish and pray. I really want vigilantes. (laughs) Focus on vigilantes. Like you have another movie coming out soon and maybe another one in the works. Focus on those. Like if, if it's a matter of waiting for source material to, to really get a nice beefy season, wait, 
for the love of God, wait. Like, if, if it's a matter of, like, giving time to make this season well built out in terms of, like, animation, style choices, story progression, then wait. Yeah. Because for the love of God, the last thing I want you to do is is after this very poor season, rush out season six because people are demanding it. Because then you're only going to lose yeah. more fans. Like, I, I will continue watching it no matter what. I, I think that it'll take a lot for me to really jump off the show completely. But I'm telling you, if you rush season six and it's dog shit, yeah, it's going to be hard to stick around. I think the fact that so many people who work in the industry have such a connection to the source material and the show itself that I don't think that those people would let that happen. No. Yeah. I think it's a matter of give it some time to breathe because you don't have as much source material. You have a movie coming out. Give it give it some time to breathe. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We we're not like people are going to like the minor the vocal minority is going to be like we want more, we want more, we want more now 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 now. It's just like no 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 no. Take a break. Just let it let it breathe. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, it was between. I'm looking it up now. Between season three and four, season three came out f- uh, spring 2018. Season four came out fall 2019. So that's yeah. That's Everything more than else a year. has been. It's been spring spring every year, and just like they take like a year to do season one, two, three, and then between three and four, it was a year and a half. So it's like okay, you guys have been going at this for over a year now because you did fall 2019. You did summer, uh, oh wait, no. Fall 2019, winter 2020, and then winter 2021 is when they did season, this, when they started this? Uh, when the fuck did they start this? No, it was spring. Or was it spring 2021? It was spring 2021, and then summer 2021 was part two. It went right, it, it was okay. right immediate split between part one and part two. Um, yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was just like that, like it just happened in an instant. I mean, but regardless, like I'm fine taking your time. It's fine. It is what it is. Like, don't rush it. And I don't think even if you do rush it out because, like, you know, contracts and all that, like you need to like get it out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're gonna fuck it up. I really no. don't. Like, they've come this far. They, they've, yeah. There's there's too much invest in it to to be anything anything bad yeah but um you and i we on thursday the 30th of september 2021 we'll be get to uh, getting together at some point we'll put out a tweet as to what time we're going to be streaming it but you and i are going to go over shows coming out in fall 2021 yay which i'm intrigued because i only know of two shows coming out so i'm wondering what else is going to be happening because like right now the only two shows that i know of that i'm really looking forward to are uh mushoku tensei uh yeah mushoku tensei uh jobless reincarnation season two and komi can't communicate which they just put out like the opening for komi can't communicate and i'm 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 in love (laughs) the only thing i don't love about it and we can get into this on thursday is that Tadano, Tadano, the main guy, sounds like an old ass man for being in high school. Oh boy, that's the only thing that I have. But other than that, like it looks, it looks fine. It looks fun. I'm, I'm very, very excited about it. Hoping that it it turns out well and it's not. uh, Like I know that it's fully animated and it's not gonna be Way of the House Husband, but God, (laughs) just don't. That that one still kills me. It really does. Like I, I want to try and go back and give it another chance because they have more episodes coming out, but that one hurt. That one hurts so bad. I, need, I actually yeah, need to Thursday, watch that. Yeah, Thursday at some point, uh, we'll put a thing out on Twitter as to when we're going to do it. We are going to be uh, watching live on twitch.tv slash frankfurter. Uh, we're going to be going over shows of fall 2021. So And watching the yeah, trailers, but, too. Um, We'll be showing the yes, trailers. Yes, we'll be watching the trailers. We'll probably be deleting everything about what we do yeah. there afterwards because, you know, copyright infringement. But it yeah, is yeah. what it is. So thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time. Come join us via our Discord and our Twitter at Bach, or Sorry, come join our Discord via our Twitter, not and our Twitter, via our Twitter at Bakako Podcasts and tell us what you're watching. 
why we're idiots and what you're excited for for next season uh Again, we're going to try and record these uh, Baka Bites a little bit, or live a little bit more. Uh, usually it'll be around 7 p.m. Central. Today was a bit of a kind of, yeah. like, outside. I'm, God, I can't even think of the freaking word. I My brain is dead. It's I'm late. Gonna we're late. We're yeah. going to try and record these more live, so it'll be fun. But until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Baka! Baka no.